Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we're joined on the line now by George Glennis, Director and Head of Analytics at ETM Analytics. So uh, ETM does not seem to be pleased with the budget outcome. Could you please help us understand why that is? Uh, morning, Sakina. Yeah, I mean, we, we tend to look at the budget um, a little differently to, to many others out there. So so we obsess about the sustainability of a budget. And, and a key question that we ask ourselves when, when, when we unpack a lot of this data is whether or not South Africa could run uh, on, on this kind of fiscal trajectory for the next five to ten years. And in the same way that we've scored these budgets very poorly in the past five years is the same reason it gets a low score this time around. Because, quite honestly, in the five years that we've been monitoring the budget, there's been very little sign of the trajectory changing for the better. In other words, there's been a steady degradation in the balance sheet of government uh, over the past five, six years. Now, as I said to you yesterday, we could excuse uh, the period immediately after the crisis because government would have been acting in a counter-cyclical way, which you would expect them to, to try and soften the blow on the economy. Thereafter, however, it was very much a case of of a lot of maladministration, perhaps some poor policy choices, but the bottom line was growth didn't materialize and South Africa's uh, fiscal metrics steadily deteriorated. And what we saw yesterday was very much more of the same. So on the sustainability issue, we don't believe that on the current trajectory, South Africa can continue on this path for another five to ten years. So until such time as we see uh, a fiscal turnaround, in other words, action taken such that we, we start talking about debt as a percent of GDP dropping rather than rising, as is the case at the moment, um, these budgets are, are going to continue to, to score um, poorly. Also, just to say, Sakina, that when, when taxes rise, due to a shortfall on the account of an avoidable of an unavoidable crisis like what happened in 2000 2008 2009 uh, one can excuse and understand why budget deficits blow out uh, the problem right now is that that hasn't been the case. In fact, uh, global growth has been improving, and South Africa went and, and recorded a, a, uh, a recession last year and, and hasn't improved much from that. So um, there's, uh, there's, uh, from that perspective, uh, one could even argue that South Africa is now paying the price of that maladministration and of, of poor fiscal management of the past, not realizing that, in fact, the growth outlook wasn't so good and that the tax uh, and, and that the tax situation would indeed um, deteriorize. Also to say that there was very little in this budget that, to me, spoke of true, meaningful, deep-seated reform. So what do I mean by that? Well, when we looked at, at some of the breakdown, for example, they spoke about spending cuts. You have a look at those spending cuts, and you notice that um, they don't take place at an operational level. In other words, government's overheads are being protected. They still remain relatively large and buoyant. Instead, what they've cut back on is infrastructure spending, which is exactly what we need to boost growth. Now, they talk about uh, an improved growth environment, but that's merely a a, a mathematical calculation growth being generated off a fairly low base. It's not because the actions taken in this budget are going to be stimulative uh, in any way. In fact, they've raised the tax burden. um, They've pushed up fuel levies, uh, bracket creep all over the place. Uh, It's going to be a much, much tougher uh, environment for for households and businesses to operate in, which, as far as I'm concerned, is not uh, not growth supportive at all. 
Uh, and so, again, one has to come back to the, the question of sustainability. Yes, they've taken uh, some tough decisions, but the tough decisions have all rested on a taxpayer's shoulder. I would have liked to have seen more of it rest on, on, um, on government uh, cost-cutting. So, in a nutshell, I think that gives you a sense of, of why we, we're not best pleased with this budget and why we think more could have been done. And then why did the markets respond as favorably as they did then, George, uh, the RAND appreciating bond yields dropping? So, Sakina, that's a good question, um, and, and I think there's a little bit of context needed to that. Uh, so a, a lot of um, expectations had been molded by what was released in the medium-term budget policy statement that was, was read out in October, and that came as a bit of a shock to the market, if you recall. Uh, and, and, and what we found at the time was that people had uh, a severe adjustment to their expectations of, of where debt would go to. They had debt climbing closer to the 60% uh, debt-to-GDP levels. Uh, they, they had uh, budget deficits that were higher than, uh, significantly higher than what had previously been projected. So all in all, things didn't look all that good uh, in, in the, the, the medium-term budget. This time around, they, they softened a lot of those. Now, one can question question whether or not that's, uh, that, that was a prudent thing to do. Uh, we, uh, one must always remember that the forecasts of these budgets and where debt is likely to top out at um, is, is uh, based on a whole range of assumptions. So, so for example, uh, the read into this budget is the fact that we're going to have uh, spending on, on free education that will, that will reach certain numbers uh, in this budget, and yet we've picked up and I think it was even on your show earlier today, uh, an analysis that, that, that talks about the possibility that uh, the costs of free education may, may have been underestimated, mm-hmm. in which case you're talking about a, an environment that could in fact turn out to be worse. But on paper right now, the numbers look better than they did in the medium-term budget. And so it was, it was more a case of uh, the budget being less bad compared to the October MTDPS, then it was necessarily good. Uh, and I think it was more a case of a relief rally than it was um, cheering the budget per se. And also uh, positives, if any, if you did pick up any there, George? Um, yes. So, I mean, let's be thankful for small mercies. Uh, we, we don't have a budget that's uh, a runaway train, so, so we don't have uh, a situation where we're talking budget deficits in excess of, you know, f- uh, 5% on, on a sustainable basis. So, and, and they have taken one or two tough decisions, which we, which we should welcome, uh, albeit that the mix of it uh, we didn't like. Um, National Treasury uh, is also paying attention to the ratings agencies, which I, I think is also another positive. Uh, they are listening to uh, international investors and to the ratings companies and, and uh, I think they're taking on board much of the, the guidance that those uh, institutions are offering them. Uh, also they said that the offshore alliance, that came as a pleasant surprise. That's been raised by further 5%, so uh, I think that, that should be treated as good news as should be uh, the lack of mention of, of any nuclear program because we simply can't afford it and uh, that, that, that would have uh, shaken the market quite badly. Radical economic transformation wasn't obsessed over. 
Um, and and overall, I, I guess if if it's one thing to take out of this, because there was some sort of a response to the ratings agencies, maybe we get a reprieve on on a ratings downgrade that was almost guaranteed. I, I still, for one, believe that it is guaranteed. If 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 it does get stalled now, shortly after the the budget, uh, I think it's a temporary reprieve. And and we need to and we need to understand that and take that on board because we must not get complacent in holding government to account and making sure that they run their fiscal uh, run their fiscal numbers as, as tightly as they possibly can and and, uh, and make absolutely sure that that every cent can be accounted for and is not wasted as we've seen over the past uh, decade George we're going to have to leave it there now uh, thanks so much we'll talk again tomorrow uh, George Glenn is director and head of analytics at ETM analytics